Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special 48 minutes, uh, a little different than our normal conversations here on the show. This is Tim Daniel, a.k.a. Producer Tim, here with Kyle Brandon, a.k.a. Five Mile Kyle. What's good? What's happening, Tim? I'm excited about uh, today. I'm excited about the dialogue. Uh, Happy to jump into it, man. Absolutely. And, of course, we can't do a show with Kyle Brandon on it without my man, 100 Grand, my brother from another mother, one of my longtime friends, my mentor in life, Ben Brown. What's good? What's good? What's going on, everybody? Um, I'm excited to talk about this topic. Uh, when we were talking about it earlier, uh, we were all getting fired up about it, so I'm, I'm ready to put it on a pod. So before we get into the show, I'll let you guys know a little bit of homework. Um, we're back on Spotify. I got it figured out over the weekend. Still some things to change because it says 48 Minutes Network brought to you by Tim Daniel, which I do not own this by myself. That's what it feels like, honestly. You know I mean? when, we're in, when we're in the booth, when that's the, what it feels like. We're in the booth, you know what I mean? We're the pips. You're Gladys Knight. You know, like, you know that's fine. Leave I, like on, leave myself, on that, you know. I like to call myself the Bill Simmons of 48 Minutes. Yeah, you know minutes. what I mean? Leave on that midnight train in Georgia. There we go. <laughs> so we're back there. We're still on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn. We're getting a lot of plays on TuneIn right now. And iHeartRadio, so... We're covered on just about every channel now. Um, everything's going well. The transition's been great. Shout out to Spain, where we're getting our most listens right now. Como te llamas? Yeah. <laughs> so, now that we got that out of the way, guys, the conversation we're having here is, in fact, we've d- this is the second time we've done this on the show. Alex and I did a show about the Shut Up and Dribble stuff in February. So now we're talking LeBron versus Trump. Um, as we know, LeBron is a guy that has used his voice to be very active in many different things, whether it be... Uh, street violence, education, getting kids in the best situation, obviously, by we see with the I Promise School, which is an awesome, awesome thing. So, Friday, it comes out late at night that Donald Trump has a tweet about how LeBron is made, look, made to look smarter from an analyst on CNN. Um, really shocked by that, considering LeBron's a very intelligent human being. Comes other from other than our old president, D. Trump, who can't stay off of the Twitters. And he talks about a lot of bad things about LeBron there, saying that he was interviewed by, what was the guy's name again? Um, Don Lemon is his name. Don Lemon, thank you, Don Lemon. And they talk about you know how he says he'll never sit across from Donald Trump. He's flat out said before he doesn't think Donald Trump gives a fuck about people, which a lot of people agree about on that statement, which led to shut up and dribble. So, Ben, I, I hate to bring you in to start this conversation, but obviously... For obvious reasons. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. This is kind of something where I'm sure it's a little close to home. It is. And it is. so I'm kind of curious to get your first opinion on it and what you thought of everything. Um, well, I, I, when I first saw it, and when I first saw it was when, you, when we were texting about it together, um, when we sent that text out, and I was like, man, let me look up. Because like we said, we, it came out late Friday night, early Saturday morning, and... Um, I would like to say that it surprised me, but anything that 45 does doesn't surprise me, man. Like, like he just, he gets reckless with them Twitter fingers, man. Like, I don't, 
I don't understand it. I don't understand why he feels the need to attack everybody. Like, like I don't understand. Like, he's like that little kid that's always been pushed down in the park, and then they finally get the, uh, some power, and people start to notice him, and then they just got to bow up and just go hard at everybody. Um, I don't understand, you know, why he feels it is so important to attack, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, you know, and and that's an, I mean that's a whole other debate for another day about the play or you know about the um, you know kneeling and the NFL, but to attack a man who just opened a school with his own money, his own money, he opens a school for students with, uh, that are at risk so that they can get an education, which. You know, everybody in America tells you that you have they're preaching education, preaching higher education to make yourself better. Not only that, the school helps parents get GEDs and job training. I mean, with his own money. Now, I've said it before on other podcasts, the NBA by far, by far, is more supportive of their players than any other league, professional league ever. I don't care what you say. There's more supportive of any other league. Like they let guys do all kinds of charity work. They get, you know, they write stuff on their shoes. Like if you've ever been in an NFL locker room, which fortunately I have, they delegate everything. You you have to have your socks a certain length. You have to wear a certain shoe. You have to wear your jersey a certain way. I mean, and now they're trying to delegate them on being out, you know, for the national anthem and all this other like. The NBA, which is so cool, is that they are about the fans and they are about their players, man. And that's the cool part about the NBA. They all support everybody. They all support charity work. The NBA cares movement is amazing. Um, so this mental health, yeah, yeah mental health. They're yeah. huge in mental Absolutely. health. I mean, it, what they've done, you know, for the public in general, they they are the most uniting league that we have professionally. I mean, they they involve everyone. Rich, poor, black, white, mental health, um, anything that's going on, they put their cancer, I mean, they put their name behind anything that's going to help people. And here you have a guy who has invested his own money in his own community where he grew up at, and he calls it I Promise, which he's, I mean, I Promise is good. It's a public school, but the I Promise thing has been going on for years. I mean, if you read any of LeBron's tweets, you watch, you see his wristbands, you see his head... Like, the I Promise thing has been his thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. So he put his own money behind this, and and he has built a school. Now, I have to give props to, to a Detroit guy. Jalen Rose was the first one that I've seen do that with his Jalen Rose school. Shout, shout out to Jalen. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Jalen Rose. He was the guy that I saw that did it, and he had a school, and he still has a school um, where he does that. And he, matter of fact, he was... Uh, Shooting from location there a couple weeks ago, which was really cool. But any any person that's going to put their own money behind something to make this world a better place, to make their community a better place, to make where the place he lived and grew up at a better place, I don't understand how you can how you can hate this man or how you can say that he's dumb or he's ignorant just because he has a different opinion on you than you have obviously of yourself, you know. I, I just don't understand that part. That that does that boggles my mind. And he seems to do that with anybody that doesn't agree with what he is saying. Now, I'm not a political guy, but he was not that combative with Vladimir Putin in Russia. He wasn't that combative with 
with uh, Kim Jong Un in South Korea. He wasn't that combative with other world leaders, where he lets things slide. He wasn't combative with them, but he wants to attack our people. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And and he's gonna. He wonders why people aren't coming together and not doing things together. And that's why everything has been combative with him. If he wanted to make things right, I mean, he should have been behind this. He should have been like, man, LeBron, thank you for throwing your money behind the community. Thank you for throwing your, you know, it's not about all the other material stuff. It's about you helping kids. And, you know, for him to come out there and say that, and everybody know, of course knows how intelligent LeBron is, um, you know, but for him to say that, and, and for his own wife, who also put out a tweet saying that, you know, what LeBron done is a great thing and, and that she would like to visit the school and all this other stuff. Trump, Trump's wife, just to Trump, clarify. Yeah. 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 What, Ivana, Ivanka? Ivanka. Ivanka Trump. So, I mean, she put out a tweet saying that, you know, she supported it as well. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I mean, I don't, I'm not a political guy. I don't know a whole lot of politics. But I would much rather have a president who's going to unite us than divide us. You know what I mean? And for that, on that end, it's just it's just been a really negative thing for him to come out and say that. Not saying that if anybody would have done that, if he'd have said that about Alex Rodriguez who started a school, or if he'd have said it about Joey Votto starting a school, I don't care if they're black, white, red, green, for you to attack a man's intelligence because he just disbelieves in what you say. Like, you're just... It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's not being inclusive. That's not being uniting. That's dividing our country. So uh, hopefully he kind of gets that together because it's going to be a long three years left of of just hate and ignorance. So hopefully he gets that together. So Kyle, bring you in the conversation. Obviously yeah. this NBA versus Donald Trump thing has been going on a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it started when Under Armour came out and spoke and be on in support, and Steph Curry, who is maybe the second most important basketball player in the community, came out and said he's an ass. And the Warriors, obviously after they won the title, said that they're not going to go to the White House. And Steve, Steve Kerr being a big part yeah, of that. Steve Kerr's yes, a absolutely. huge guy. He had the NRA tweet this week talking yeah. about thoughts and prayers will be in the And um, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. So, Ben's computer is um, acting acting up. So, once we get that muted, we'll get Kyle's intake on everything. I think I got it. Okay. All right, cool. So, Kyle, bringing you into the conversation. You know, like we said, the Warriors are part of this. Steve Kerr being a huge part. Steph Kerr being a part. Kevin Durant being, being a part. Kevin Durant was in that car with LeBron when he said that Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck about people. Absolutely. So where, where, where are you at with this? Yeah. Um, a lot to unpack here. Um, again, you you bring in Kevin Durant, and I'd, I'd like to get into him and LeBron in just a second. I would just like to to kind of echo some stuff that Ben put, because I, I think Ben's perspective on it um, is is very valuable. Um, and I put, I put a good deal of weight on it. Um, as... You know, I mean, he's he's a coach. You know what I mean? Um, he's someone that leads children. He works in education. He, he works in education. Um, I mean, for for many reasons, I think that this, you know, what I mean that that Ben has a lot of reasons to where this hits home and stuff. Um, and I, it's it's crazy for me. I mean, personally, I'm, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I'm a father, and 
I look up to a basketball player named LeBron James, and I don't look up to our country's leader. And I think that that says a lot. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's any coincidence either that Steve Kerr and Popovich are known as these brilliant people, and they are spending their time and energy actively echoing, I mean, the same sentiment of, that, you know, they don't feel like 45 is giving support, uh, that he's treating people equally, that he is sending a message of love or care. Um, and again, I, I just don't think that it's a coincidence that these people are are very smart, successful people um, echoing this. Uh, as far as Kevin Durant, you bring up Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, of course, he won. We, we joked. We talked about him last week um, with the with his Twitter war with McCollum. Um, what we don't talk about enough is kind of how much he actively helps his community as well. Um, obviously, LeBron James is in the spotlight. What he's doing should not be forgotten about, should not be belittled, shouldn't be shadowed in any way. Uh, but there's just so many people out there that are doing great things. Um, and I would love to just kind of spend a second and just kind of highlight those. Absolutely. Um, we got Kevin Durant, who just won the award, um, the NBA the, uh, humanitarian, the award. humanitarian Award. Right, right. Um, you know, all of his work that he's doing with the University of Texas, um, the Bay Area, all that stuff with Make-A-Wish. He's doing tons of great stuff. Um, DeMarcus Cousins, he's doing great stuff with youth basketball camps, um, doing basketball clinics as well. J.J. Berea of the Dallas Mavericks, um, helping out with the Puerto Rico effort, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Absolutely. I mean, just, you know, Ricky Rubio, um, he's helping um, raising awareness for cancer research. Uh, his mother passed away from that um, in 2016. So he's using his time and his energy for that. Um, of course, we know about LeBron. Um, Derek Roche has had a scholarship came out. I was going to say, he yeah. $500,000 in scholarships or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's awesome. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Wade was helping um, after the Parkland shootings. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and really, this... <laughs> This reminds me of the Espies. Yeah. Right? It's kind of where it all started. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? I, I mean, this is this is kind of the modern day pitcher. Uh, we all remember that that pitcher back in the day uh, with the famous athletes um, that are sitting at the table that are kind of fighting for equal rights. And the Espies a few years ago was kind of the modern version of that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it was like these world beaters too. It was like the biggest names in the sport. That got up and they said, okay, this is one of the biggest platforms we have tonight at the ESPYs. Um, and we'd kind of just like to say how we feel. Um, and it just shows that there's still a lot of a, a good amount of ground that we need to, to make up. I think that the NBA is going to be on the right side of history at the end of all this. Absolutely. Um, as, as Ben said, they're really supportive. They just seem really progressive. Um and yeah, I just I just think they're going to be on the right side of history. Um, I don't think I really even need to talk about forty five. I think everyone's got their minds made up, and we kind of already know um, where his shortcomings are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of want to spend some time highlighting what is successful because um, I think I don't know. I, I think the conversation in the national media, um, I would like to see it just be 
how much these players are helping out. Um, and even more so than in the NFL, where all the news is shootings and beating up girlfriends and... And if you spend and, pot, you play. Right, and just stuff like that. And, you know, in the NBA, it's it's just a lot of good stuff. Um, so, I mean... Yeah. I mean, if you listen to the show, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you've heard my honest opinions about the NFL compared to the NBA and how I think in a few, it's only a matter of time in a few years where the NBA is going to take that most popular step. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're far off from that. I think the Super Bowl will still outdraw the NBA Finals because of what it is. I think it'll be more than a few years. Um, but I, def- I, I definitely see the trajectory. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, I think the NBA is right there. Um, I think the NBA, their progressiveness and how they think and how they do things, um, they're putting them, themselves in a great position. Um, and like like we talked about before, it's not about politics because I'm not a politician. No, no, um, no. And I'm not, you know, and it's not about his politics. You know, we all, you know, I voted. You know, we all voted. It, it's not about the politics. It's about the human race and the human spirit. Absolutely. You know, I'm not, you know, his politics can be whatever they want to be. Sure. It's got to be about humanity. You can't get your feelings hurt. Every time somebody has something negative to say, like you, you know, especially in the job, yeah, game. and you're, yeah, like you are the yeah. most high-profile American that represents our country the most. Like you can't get your feelings hurt because somebody says, "Oh, well, I think he's this or that." So then you get your Twitter fingers going, and and it's like, I just don't understand, like why you get your feelings so hurt. When I when I saw the tweet. I was reminded of LeBron walking out of the Game 1 press conference, and I just thought, do better. Do better. Do better. Yeah. Just do better. Yes. That's, I I know that wasn't even the context of it, but it just, he needs to do better. Yeah, completely. So, real quick, last thing on this. Um, obviously, we know it's probably going to keep going. It's not going to stop anytime soon. As long as he has thumbs, this is going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, so... Can you see a case? Where does this go from here? Because I think the one thing we really got to look at, too, is there are people in his camp in this scenario. There mm-hmm. are people that say, like, LeBron's doing the wrong thing. He's been calling him a bum for months and all this stuff. And that, I, I get, the, like, that side of it. Don't get me wrong. But I think at the same point, like, you're really stretching it if you're going to be criticized one guy for talking about the president. When, yeah. when LeBron called him a bum, he was standing up for his colleagues. Yeah. He was standing up for one of his guys that he just went to battle with for five games. So what I would say is, um, I mean, it, recent history would show that Donald Trump has called NFL players uh, it was pieces of shit, right? Mm. Right? It was, yeah. Okay. Um, it called them pieces of shit. Within that week, we saw people... Um, even as conservative as Jerry Jones kneeling at you know at the center of on the star, he was kneeling uh, right before the national anthem. I mean, we saw everyone in the NFL come together uh, when Donald Trump attacked one of theirs, um, and really not not just attacked him, but attacked his character and, and their integrity. You know what I mean? When we said you're a piece of shit, that is, he tried to define their character. He tried to define who they were as people and as humans and as citizens. Um, I think that you're going to see the NBA come together um, really, really, really strongly, um, which I think is a good thing. I think we saw a lot of solidarity, and it was a, it was a really good thing in the NFL there for a couple weeks. Um, I just hope that, that we kind of see the same thing um, for a little longer lasting. 
I would I would echo those sentiments. I think that uh, do better. I mean, that's that's as simple as you can put it. I think those are great words by my man Cobb. Just do better. Like, don't divide. Bring together. You know. You know. And I think that's just as a human race. Like, in, you're entitled to your opinion. I I agree. You know. But we all have to live here together. We all have to you know coexist. And let's just do better. Everybody do better. So I mean, forty five. You as well. We all have to do. We all have to do better, and we all have to take advantage. Um, of the opportunities that we have to to be able to be better, so um, that's all I've got on it. Yeah, now I think with that being said, I mean we touched on everything here, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, this week was supposed to be a fun week for us at Forty Eight Minutes, it still has been. This is LA Week, mm. and this was a part of LA Week I didn't want to have, um, but I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we got this out. Mm-hmm. I think it was huge because it is a big talk right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's I mean and it's the context that you know we talk about basketball so much. We have to put it in context. We exactly. Talk, we talk about it as a sport we love and as a game and as kind of an escape. We have to put it in context, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. And this is that important context. For sure. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this up on this week's this 48 Minutes. Um, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and, of course, if you want to hit up your homie Alexa and say, Alexa, play 48 Minutes, we're there, too. So on behalf of myself... Ben, Kyle, this has been a special, special, special edition of 48 Minutes. Take it easy, everybody. Do better. Do better.